Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I am here with Brian Kramer. He is the co-founder of H2H Companies and a renowned business um, performance coach, uh, global keynote speaker, executive trainer, two-time best-selling author, Forbes contributor, and former president and CEO of a Silicon Valley global marketing agency. In his business performance coaching, Brian teaches... Is teaches speakers, executives, and entrepreneurs how to up-level their storytelling and create more business opportunities through the H2H method, which is human-to-human. Brian, thanks for being on the show. How are you? Hey, thank you for having me. So um, just kind of getting into it, because I kind of did a little bit of um, research by, um, you know, in the background of, of what was your previous age? It was like pure matter. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It was yeah. uh, pure matter, uh, brand, uh, marketing, and uh, social media. So I actually remember when I kind of started out my marketing career, and I was kind of looking back this eight years ago, you were kind of one of the people that I actually liked to follow because it was the authenticity of the, the non-BS of human to human. Like who cares about the B2B and B2C kind of stuff? Um, And some people, that's kind of their framework of how they want to see it. But you're just kind of like, we're marketing to humans, we're helping humans sell. And so the reason I kind of go into that is, is with the H2H model is, you know, how did you come up with the H2H model and and from, you know, from your previous agency experience until now? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. So the uh, the H2H model, um, well, and first and foremost, I'm so appreciative that, uh, you know, if at some point eight years ago, we, uh, you know, something caught on and then it brought us to today to having me on your podcast. So thank you so much for 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 engaging that way. And that's what I that's what I love. Uh, I love engaging. I love people and enga- engaging. And if you if you love that, you're going to succeed in, in this world. Um, that's just it's it's just how it works. It's um, it's my favorite metric out of any metric. If I had any metric on in any company to look at first, I always go for engagement because if your engagement's up, it's going to be everything else just works better. Um, uh, let's see. So it was uh, more than 10 years ago that I started and we started at the agency talking about human design, hu- human interaction and human to human engagement. And then social media came on the scene. Um, social is not really that old still. It's it's still kind of new. I mean, we all were born without social media. So it's not like it's, um, you know, this brand new thing, um, or, or old thing, I mean. And so where we're at now, it, or where we were at, at least when Human to Human came up was just in this new kind of, you know, everybody could talk to everybody. Um, every Everyone inside of a company could talk to everyone outside of a company on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on on social, on Pinterest, on anything, and and you could get, um, you can get uh, support, you can get sales, you can do um, all kinds of activities that we'd never had before, and and that's what changed because before that, it was a, a one way direction of communication. It was the um, companies that were broadcasting their message. Their it was they were their ad. Marketing was just one one direction: billboards, radio, TV, and then eventually digital came on the scene and ruined that whole thing. <laughs> and now all of a sudden we're omnipresent and we've got all the 
different things that, you know, we can do now, which is in the hundreds, if not thousands of ways that we can market ourselves. And that is what changed, I think, uh, marketing forever. And now it's just become this um, craziness of automation and and artificial intelligence and um, and machine learning and and email marketing and sequencing and funneling and I mean it just the list goes on right everything that we can automate today is what's taking us away from human interaction um, and so my whole goal is to make sure my whole hope my dream my wish for everybody in 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 this world is to know that. Um, it's technology and humans working together. It's not it's not technology versus humans uh, or versus human engagement. And the more that we look at it that way, um, you know, then we can start to look at where we're automating too much. Where are we putting too much out into the world? And what can we do to make sure that the human touch points that do need to be there in order to... Um, uh, romance and engage and 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 help others, as my, my friend uh, Jen, Jenny Q says, be seen, um, so that they know that they matter to the brand, and that then then they're going to trust the brand more. I like that where it was uh, romance and be seen because you kind of can see it. And it's kind of funny that you mentioned this, like as social media has become relevant. I remember back was it 2005. I was still in high school and you had to get that individual link to be on Facebook's network and how excited you were to do that. And then now it's just, it's easy to log in, but you kind of mentioned like the, the, the romancing and, and engaging thing. And if you kind of notice, even with social networks, it's beyond just Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest that it's like, online dating sites that are trying to capture in on that. And you can notice the waves or even um, mobile apps of noticing the waves in that too, of everybody can crowd it. And then all of a sudden it's kind of like, Oh, we're kind of done with it. Let's move on to the next best thing. And it's like, how do you keep those people engaged enough to keep them as loyal customers? So my, my, my first question is, you know, based on from Jenny Q of being, being seen is um, my next one is, is, you know, what are some small shifts that make big differences, especially engagement in engagement? So it's small shifts um, are um, one of the most important things I think we need to focus on because we're all so uh, blinded by the amount of options that are out there. Um, there's there's so many ways that we can connect with people right now that it can it can it can really stall you out when you start to think about how much it would take and and really humans don't scale They're, you know you only have so many hours in the day before you have to just hire more humans and and again it, you know it's a capacity it's a limit and so what one of the things that I really um, believe in is is just carving out um, and looking at how can we make a small little one degree shift in what we do. For instance, when when you look at a carrier ship, like one of those big navy carrier ships, um, they're massive, and to get them to from one destination to another takes you know an incredible amount of computer equipment to to make make that all work. Uh, ironically, the compass inside of a carrier is still um, done by a magnet, and the magnet keeps that compass uh, uh, on track. 
And if that compass is off, which it is still today, it has to be recalibrated at least one time a year so that it is not off by one degree. And um, the so a, a one degree shift for a carrier, get this, if it's off by one degree, it's 277 miles. So that's the difference of A, how far you can be off, but also uh, fixing it, fixing a small shift, um, creating a small shift, building a one degree shift into uh, your business in, in terms of what you can really do and making that incremental change can have massive epic outcomes. Um, how does that work itself at every company and engagement? In so many ways, um, look at ways that you can surprise and delight people. Um, they will take away from them um, something meaningful in a moment more than more than they will something that really um, really ticked them off, like like not replying, not re- not responding, not handling the situation. So we're talking about customer support versus uh, versus uh, marketing and sales. And they both, they all have to work in tandem in order for everything to really rise to the top together and, and, and build that brand trust with your customer. Uh, I think that, you know, there's even smaller ways that you can put a dent in the universe of engagement by even sending a handwritten, and I know this sounds so old school, but handwritten uh, note card to somebody in the mailbox would go miles, um, you know, miles and miles. And how do you pick who you send that to? Well, uh, just start small. Uh, start with a small group of people and then grow it from there and see what's possible. But make sure it's human and personalized so that you can get um, get that really nice surprise and delight that you're going for. And when that happens, uh, you just earned a customer for life. That's that's where the good stuff is. And so, um, you know, I, that's where I, that's where you can really have fun playing with engagement across anything with that kind of theory. I mean, I love it. Like I trust me, I did some handwritten notes last year that has made an impact in it. And and I like what you mentioned about, you know, surprise and delight in a moment that people remember a moment rather than possibly all the work leading up to something that they are, you, you give something that is, it's different. It's different than what everybody else is doing. And so I, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit more about 2020, kind of what's going on with COVID and, and kind of everything that's going on here um, and in the world is, you know, what similarities have you noticed in your clients and even in yourself and your business about focusing on the H2, H2H model in the sense of what smaller dents have you noticed with what is happening, like what you can do in the world now that's going to help make a more meaningful impact later? And this is just uh, overarching, right? Big, big world thinking. Big world thinking. Yeah. Well, um, this is this is an interesting time because we're also focused inward, and um, you know we have more time to ourselves to think and to be with ourselves now more. Um, you know, there there's so much to be said for um, going to work and, um, being around people, but also I suspect that people are able to get a little bit more done because the interruptions are less and you're able to focus. Uh, so the question becomes, how do you be your most efficient self when you're working in, um, 
and 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 I like to compare it with uh, solitude uh, versus um, isolation. We're we're not isolated. We're in solitude, and so that's the first thing that we have to realize. Like we're we are still connected as people. We can still pick up the phone. We can get on a Zoom. We can still you know sit from people six feet apart. Um, there are ways to connect with others. When I wrote my second book, Shareology, I I interviewed over 250 people um, and of all walks of life, you know, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, CEOs, CMOs, um, you name it, VCs. And I and uh, I took all the transcripts, I put them into a word cloud. And the number one uh, word for what humans desire for why they and why they share with each other is connection and and connect when you take connection away especially during the pandemic it starts to pull away from that number one human desire that we all crave that we all need so um so the shift that we can make there is to uh, and i know this sounds kind of like a little woo woo but um it's to just be be kind to yourself um when you feel like you need that connection go make that connection and when you feel like you aren't there yet and you're not needing that connection um you know do so do an activity that just you know lets you kind of be in the moment um because i suspect a lot of people are being pulled into um you know a little bit more of their darker selves or their shadows where we do have more time to speak uh to sorry to think and more more time to think about you know what's not working what's not going right why am i in this how am i in this and i'm just here to say you're not alone we are all together we're all connected and we are all we are all con, uh, concerted in in whatever we need and in fact i believe this is the best time to start a business this is the best time to uh get out there and market your business it's the best time to connect with others because everybody has more time because everyone's paying attention a little bit more and because we're all a little bit more, uh, more together because we're facing this for the first time the world is facing something together first time ever that that gives us a reason to connect so there's no excuse i'm not giving anybody who's listening an excuse you've got you know what you want to do now's the time to do it and you have more resources than you think there are so many people out there that would love to help you go do it. I love that. I've heard so many things. That's why I got my podcast back off the ground of just that sheer human connection and that learning. I think that's the biggest thing, but kind of switching here, no more grilling questions um, in this part of the episode, but offline background. I know you're very much online guy. I looked at your bio and I'm like, man, how many articles have you written and how many awards you've get have gotten? But it, it's very relevant in the way that you present yourself, that you're very giving um, and you're trying to engage and help other people. So with the offline background, um, I'm a little starstruck. So by the way, just let everybody know this. Um, but is there anything you kind of want to share um, with the company, with the clients, whatever, if there's any insights that you've kind of seen or pivots that you've seen, just even with that one degree that you, you help somebody or even in your own you know, business, you, you saw something and you pivoted. So you're not going 277 miles out of, out of the distance that you're, you're seeing things more clearly um, and, you're, and you're seeing that connection between people. 
So the shifts that I would say for myself was um, one of them was getting out of exiting my agency four years ago. And uh, at that time, I was speaking uh, or I was on the road for 175 days a year and um, average. And I... um, and and I was also helping run co-run the agency with my wife, and it was uh, a time in my life when, outside looking in, it looked amazing, but inside looking out, I was, you know, I had um, uh, put on so much weight from you know traveling with all that horrible food on the road, and um, you know a little bit of alcohol, and um, you know I was I was on more planes and more, and it just wasn't glamorous. There was not there wasn't anything about it other than the time that I actually got to be on stage, which was awesome. I love being on stage, but then all of a sudden it was uh, you know I got uh, overweight, even as my doctor declared obese, got diabetes, I had um, stress, I was I was really burning myself out. And again, outside looking in, everything was awesome. We were clients were Cisco, MasterCard, Netflix, and and list goes on. And 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 the the places in the cities and the countries I was speaking was just so awesome. And yet, I'm dying inside. And so I came home one of my trips, and I had sat down with my wife, and I said, I think I've got to shift here. I, I in fact, at that point, I think it was a pivot because I got to get out of this agency work, and I've, I I don't know what I'm going to do next so we did we exited for um you know it took us about six months um to to get to transition and then um and then uh a year i i gave myself a year just to chill and 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 see what was next for me and what that was was coaching um coaching other coaches and consultants and and helping them to achieve the things that I did, but in a much more healthier way. I lost 65 pounds, I lost diabetes, and I am living my best life right now today. And I'm doing the the work that I love um, the most. And so that little shift in my own life of deciding that this was not good for me, and this was going to carry me into a bad place, that was the big shift. I love that. Um, just that's the whole story, man. <laughs> that's really cool. And I mean, you kind of answered the kind of the questions that I was going to ask about, like, about you of why you do what you do. But if you want to elaborate more, but I, I noticed, you know, we have that those mental roadblocks in our life, where um, it might look great from other people's point of view, but we're, we're miserable. Um, it's like the grass is always greener kind of thing where we always compare thinking, oh, they might have the great lifestyle they have, but so, there's something always going to be amiss, but it's really cool that you pivoted. And I've noticed just how much, um, cause I think I reached back way back and, um, I did not know like you were traveling 175 days or, or average around the year, but I just noticed your social media presence has become much more engaging. Um, your mm-hmm. website and everything um, has much more engaging. And so it's, it's a true reflection on the behind the scenes story of how you changed yourself. And I think that's going to be really inspiring for other people to hear that too, of, you know, you know, what can I do? What's, I don't have to take a huge leap. What's that first step that I can do in order to keep going? So, so about you, Brian, um, why do you get up and the, like, what's the first thing you think of when you get up, when you, you're going to work and you're going to help, you know, you help coach others? Um, well, so most of most, if not all people, I think need a coach, a mentor or a um, 
or, or a, a friend, um, probably more in the, or a consultant, but somebody that can, that can sit with an objective view from the outside in and say, um, what's, what's working and what's not working because we are biased individuals. We look at ourselves and we see what we see, but it is so hard for us to see our own blind spots. If we could see our blind spots, they wouldn't be called blind spots and we would see them. Uh, but we have them. We all have them. And when we can't see the blind spot, we need somebody else to point it out for us. And then also hold us accountable so that we can hold ourselves accountable to, to getting to where we need to go. In my own uh, coaching practice, what that means is that um, a you have to get into the right mindset. If you don't have the right mindset, it's game game over. Um, that's just number one. You you have to be in the right mindset for anything to work. That doesn't mean you have to be perfectly a hundred percent happy every day, but it does mean that you have to have that um, that motivate motivation, drive, and goal to get to where you want to be. And that uh, yeah, there's going to be some windy roads getting there, but eventually you know where you need to be. Number two is getting clarity within your own area of expertise expertise. It's your niche. It's your message. It's your core why, uh, to quote Simon Sinek. It's the essence of why you're being and who you serve and what you say about that. Uh, number three is getting into the, um, the mindset of, of creating um, the offer that, that is unstoppable. It, it, is, it is something that, that, that makes it so possible um, and 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 it touches a pain point or or a, a heart point um, that that you know that you can help people to achieve and get through. And then finally, the the last piece is is now putting into uh, into practice the H to H sales method and and the H to H community method. And both of those are um, like if I had a dollar. Uh, left or five dollars left in my pocket today, and I had to go start out a business today. Um, it would be an investment, direct investment in, in community. When you build community the right way um, in an H to H model, you can you can you can scale a business any any direction you want to go. Um, so that that's that, and and so that's what I wake up loving to do is helping to teach that model and helping to create that for others and when they get wins and there's um you know they they see that happening for them and and it's it's working and it's it's highlighting you know what they're serving in the world and how it's connecting you know into their own joy um man nothing lights me up more i like that i was waiting to see what what you're going to say about being inspired i say getting jazz but i like what you say getting light getting lights up uh light up um so you know, as for, you know, outside of work, you know, how, how do you recharge? What do you do as for a hobby? You know, what do you do as health wise? Because you kind of mentioned this before, but what do you kind of do as a hobby and health wise to kind of help you recharge? I, um, I have a bunch of things. So I walk roughly two to three miles a day. Um, and I walk with my headphones in unless I'm walking with my wife and I'm either calling people while I'm walking and knocking out some, uh, good quality time with people, or I'm, um, I shouldn't say knocking out, like, um, actually having good quality time. And then, um, so I also, uh, have a $500 blow up jacuzzi from Amazon. That is my favorite thing in the world. Um, I think it's 500 now. It might be 600 because of 
of the pandemic, but still it's like the, my favorite purchase this year. And it actually is Bluetooth uh, enabled so I can control it with my phone, which is kind of cool. And uh, the bubbles are amazing. So I get in that thing at the end of every day, sometimes with a little shot of tequila and, and my wife will come in and we'll just have, uh, you know, that's how we transition at the end of the day, just having a great conversation and, and doing that. Um, uh, those are primarily the ways that I, I, transition in the very beginning of the day i always do um uh, some some little exercises and then i'll do a short meditation um i've got my my little my little sound bowl here and i'll just uh, kind of digest whatever comes down to me and tells me what i need to be and do that day and usually i have three goals, uh, three, three things that I want to accomplish every day. Um, I find that if I add more than that, then for some reason, I don't get them all done. But when I do three, then somehow I do six. So um, it, it's kind of a reverse psychology, but I like that model. Um, and then uh, other than that, we're, we are uh, average, you know, like everyone else, we're, we love our Netflix. <laughs> Oh, I love Netflix too. That is, uh, I read a lot more too, but Netflix is kind of, especially it's ho- almost the holiday season and it's Christmas stuff coming out. And I'm like, yes, some good Christmas movies. But, you know, yeah, Brian, I'm, I'm surprisingly yeah. excited. I, most years I'm actually like Christmas came too soon. Um, and this year, yes, I can't wait. I have like a hard thing where it's like right after Thanksgiving, yes. But, you know, and but the more that I've put away with it, and I've seen other people like put up their decorations and everything, just even small stuff. I just kind of look at them like after 2020, yeah, it's a little bit of light. It's just like that's I like that. It's it's a little bit of happiness. So, Brian, you know, thanks for talking on the show, talking about the H2H model, you know, talking about human interaction, why technology and humans need to work together. Um, and I mean, the boat reference was awesome. Um, I think it kind of put into perspective, but talking about why humans need connection um, and just talking about your personal life of how you shifted things and the grass is not always greener and how you've kind of um, using the H2H model for yourself and helping others with that and your passion for coaching um, just, I think is prevalent in our conversation. So Brian, thanks so much for being on this episode. Thank you, my friend. It is so nice that we got to spend some time here and talking and um, engaging. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to what you've got to come and congrats on everything that you've done so far. Appreciate it. And to all the Converge coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap.